With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so before we go into prayer, I just want to um, talk about the reason why I'm up here doing this teaching is because um, I really had to listen to God's voice telling me, uh, you know, I got passionate about a certain topic and learning it and getting into it and it's not talked about very much but um with my walk with God I'm still learning to listen to that voice and trying to not overanalyze it but just act on it and so part of that with the prayers I want to do something a little different that we haven't done and usually I know when I've gone to churches I get shy to do this but um I think that means that it's a powerful thing so I want us to stand up and hold hands and pray as a group Heavenly Father, I'm here today with my brothers and my sisters and my family and um, a body of Christ, and I want to thank you for everything that you have done in our lives. Um, you've protected us in times that we didn't know that you were there. Um, you have led us into um, opportunities in our lives and paths um, where you want us to be and for me to be here and leading and serving you, and I want to help you uh, be a faithful servant and soldier, and that's why we're here to learn and study your gospel. I pray that, uh, Lord, you take away all of our transgressions and inequities, and that you lift the veil for us to see um, what this world, um, what we're walking in every day, and to see your truth and everything that we um, stand up against and to be able to fight with uh, your gospel and anytime we hear your voice to fight through and listen to it and not doubt ourselves. Um, Lord, I pray for um, you to sharpen our um, weapons that we have through you, um, through the gospel and scripture, and for you to take out the kinks of our armor to lift um, us to be a stronger body of Christ in this ministry. I want you, if anybody's dealing with um, any issues in their lives, anything that is keeping them from you, Lord, for you to rip that away and for you to get in their hearts and help them grow and show them the light, show them that you're there, show them um, that you want to uh, help save them and help use them uh, as soldiers in this corrupted world to do your work. Um, if anyone's dealing with any health issues, Lord, I pray that you heal them because I know you have the power of healing and you have so many gifts and pray that you let anyone believe that you can uh, save them and help them from anything that they're going through, overcome any obstacle, any challenge, any, um, any addiction, any um, fear, any, anything that anyone's dealing with, Lord. Um, I also want to take this time to have us all take a moment of silence and kind of thank you for everything that you've been or done through our lives and um, 
I want, if anyone wants to step up and pray or say that they need prayer for something, to be bold and um, brave and have the courage to come out and talk about it, and uh, or just anything, any good things, anything that anyone's on anyone's heart, take a, just a few seconds and speak up if that's what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. I also want to pray that um, any spirits that might be here, that I demand that you outcast them from this uh, from this environment. They do not belong here, and they will not get in our way from following you, Lord. They will not get in our way because you will show us the right way, and we're stronger. And with your strength, we can overcome anything. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So, thank you guys for having the courage to step up there with me. And um, felt, I don't know, for me, I felt a lot of just warmth and um, energy going flowing through my body. And I hope that was the same for you. Um, so, um, the name of my Bible study that's going to be for today is The Devil's Herb Deceives Man into Sorcery. So I'll say that one more time so you can kind of put it all together. The Devil's Herb Deceives Man into Sorcery. So through the um, innocently appearing disguise of the natural high that the herb marijuana delivers, I have found that Satan um, has used this as a doorway into a spiritual realm. Um, there's something a lot of people don't want to talk about, it's controversial, um, but it's on my heart and I feel like the truth needs to be exposed about this topic. Um, with the legalization of marijuana in many states and in the U.S. and the rise of recreational uses and medical, um, this doorway has been opened into the minds and flesh of millions of people and it's taking over. Um, Satan's scheme is actually really brilliant. If you think about it, he has used a natural um, creation hemp, uh, and that can be used for many great things like clothing and fuel and cleaning agents and supplies. Um, even hemp seeds are good for you. They have calcium, iron, omega three, um, a lot of good things on them. Protein. Paper, yep, protein. <laughs> um, so I mean, this thing that God created for us—that's a natural component of the earth—has um, been turned in, or Satan has used to destroy, um, man. He used by, um, he took this natural thing, used fire to burn it, the chemical properties out of it, THC, um, in order to corrupt and distort our minds. Um, this isn't a coincidence that, uh, Satan uses fire to destroy something pure and turn it into evil. When I think of fire, um, I want destroying evil in the lake of fire and brimstone, not evil using the fire uh, to destroy Christians from fellowship with the Lord. Um, so with that, let's first start at Revelation uh, 27. Chapter what? Uh, 20. Oh, and, 20 and 7. Yeah, 20 and oh, 7. Sorry. Revelation 27. <laughs> 
You passed it. You're right on it. Uh, chapter 20 and verse 7. 14. Or chapter 20. 16. 18. So you're looking for that. I think it's just, um, I don't know, it kind of blew my mind looking into it, but um, Satan used the one thing that's going to be used against him by God to destroy him, and he uses it against humans to destroy God's creatures, you know, not creatures, but man. <laughs> yes. Okay. You guys there? Yes. Awesome. Um, so, Revelation 20 and 7. Um, the lake of fire and brimstone. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive nations which are in four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sands of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of, of the saints about in the beloved city, and fire came down, and God... Um, out of heaven and devoured them. So God devoured them with fire. Um, and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, um, where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and and day or and night forever and ever. So I just wanted to kind of go over that, um, just like the powerfulness of the devil deceiving us. Um, and what will happen to everyone who, um, you know, it says right here in scripture, if you're deceived by this, anyone, non-believers, false prophets, all this, um, is going to be, you know, cast into the fire, um, lake of brimstone with the devil as well. So now let's, um, go into more into this topic. So let's cover what is marijuana. Alright, so the natural matter of marijuana refers to dried leaves, the um, seeds, stems, flowers um, from the hemp plant. But natural doesn't mean safe. Um, a lot of people, you know, that's kind of a controversy thing. Everyone thinks everything that's natural is okay for you. But um, there's a lot of things in the Bible that I've started to research that prove that that's not true. Um, if you think about it, heroin is one of the most lethal drugs and it's derived from a flower. And it destroys and devours lives. Um, so not only marijuana, but there's a lot of other drugs out there that are um, being used in destroying lives uh, by Satan's control. So pot contains approximately 400 chemicals, including THC, which strongly distorts how uh, the mind sees the world. So who controls you? We're obviously, we've talked about um, in our previous Bible studies a lot about Satan's matrix 
and being controlled um, in this world by him and that um, he is the God of this world that we are living in. Uh, if marijuana strongly distorts how the mind sees the world, how can we be living a life through Christ? How can we be in God's supernatural realm if our mind is not sound and, and under chemical distortion from any influence? Um, how can you be able to think for yourself, feel for yourself, make rational decisions for yourself? Um, what are the ways the devil deceives man um, through this herb? Satan, um, some of Satan's tricks that we hear in today's society and like what I've heard from um, you know, just being around it um, in my life and experiences, people will say, God made plants to benefit man, so marijuana is a plant, therefore God made it to benefit them as well. Uh, that's one. Um, another one I've heard is um, it opens up a person's mind so that they can flow through the spirit. But I truly believe that's wrong. It's a false. Um, you are in a supernatural realm with it, but it's you're opening yourself up to evil spirits, not positive spirits, not God spirits. And some of those evil spirits come off as happy and go lucky and make you feel mm -hmm. good. And um, not that's another um, thing people think that spirits are all just pure bad like but a lot of times they will deceive you they will come off as that person trying to make you think that they are um like even laziness that's a spirit even wanting to devour your food your food you know more than you need that's a spirit you know uh, eat that whole chocolate cake um when you're under the influence of smoking weed like that's um those are evil spirits taking advantage of you that are just make uh destroying your body um so let's go to first john uh chapter four verse right one next to her, right next to her to revelation after right uh, first, first john four one first john four one That's why I did markers, you guys. <laughs> um, all right. So now I just kind of want to go into, um, so talk a little bit about different spirits. Um, so I want to kind of use the gospel um, to show that we need to be sure that we're listening to the right spirits that are in, like, what to look for in that. So starting on 1 John 4, 1, be sure the spirits are of God. Beloved. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Um, a lot of we've talked about is um, a lot of false prophets and even false religions and stuff will get um, power from 
well, Satan and evil powers, but they never last. They're not true healing or they're not true um, gifts that they're putting on to people and end up bad things end up happening afterwards. Um, okay. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And that this is that spirit of Antichrist. So that is what Antichrist says. He tries to come and present himself as Christ-like to deceive you. So we have to be aware of that and um, be able to discern that and watch for that in the people around us or the spirits or the temptations um, and try to see, is this a Christ spirit? And you'll know because if you follow Christ and you believe, you should know his voice um, versus um, an evil spirit. Um, whereof ye have heard that it should come... And even now already, it is in the world. So we are, we see it all the time. <laughs> Ye are of God, little children, um, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you, and he that in the world. So we, this is saying we can overcome anything because we have God. Strength comes um, within us because we have God in us. And because of that, nothing, I mean, we can overcome anything that Satan throws at us. Um, also, I wanted to go back um, on the third one, uh, he's already in the world. Um, we see this with the bestiality and the homosexuality and antichrist is out there trying to basically eliminate human beings and distort their minds and deceive them. And people don't realize what they're doing is that they are self-mutilating themselves. Um, so, and I'll finish this real quick. So at five... They are of the world, they for speak, they are, or they of the world, and the world heareth them. Um, we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not of us. Hereby know we the spirit of the truth and the spirit of error. So that's a big thing too, is uh, if you seek the truth and you ask God to reveal things to you and discern things to you, um, he will, and then... And that's been a big thing for me is really asking God just to reveal the truth to me so I can see it. Um, but you have to ask or you have to ask through prayer, ask through fasting uh, for him to show you that. So that was that part. Before I go on, do you guys want to add anything, Derek or Sarah? <laughs> Any thoughts that are going in your head? No, we totally agree with you. Yeah, you're right on. Preach on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you guys want to say anything, go ahead, just chime in. But <laughs> I just want to make sure any other perspectives or anything you add. I totally think, like um, the communion of working together um, as a team. But, okay, so um, this herb is really just a bait for devil to capture your soul through your mind, will, and emotions. Um, I want to really point out will. You have to be willing to... Um, do these things, um, be willing to uh, be tempted to follow the evil spirits. Um, he tries to control you, but it's still a choice. Mm -hmm. um, we choose to do that. We choose to live in our flesh, and we choose to um, have pleasure versus be um, disciplined in self-control. So... And then devil's the master of deception. We all know that. So I want to go to get more um, deep. I tried to research in the Bible as much as I could stuff about, if I could find anything about 
actual marijuana, but there's nothing in there from back there. But the closest thing I did have, and it kind of made my point too, is going to be in uh, Genesis 3, 17, at the beginning of the book. Awesome. All right, so Genesis 3, 17, we're going to start there. Um, and unto Adam, he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cursed is the ground for thy sake. So curse the ground, literally. Um, In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also... And thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. So this is the only time I could find herb in the entire Bible in the beginning. And it was um, resulted from, you know, Adam and Eve to see, or, you know, going and eating the fruit of the forbidden tree. So mine says beast of the field. Yours says beast of the field? Am I on the wrong place? Mm, 314. Yeah, you're 18. Go, oh, you're on 18 now. 318. 318. Still chapter 3. Oh. Just go to 18. Why, then? Yeah. Thorns and also thistles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, thorns and also thistles shall bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. So, I kind of broke this down a little bit more. Um, thorns, these are not new products of the soil um, because of sin, but are typical of that which the earth brings forth of itself. And um, of ground neglected or rendered follow by man's laziness. Um, left to self, the soil produces weeds, um, which must be removed. Weeds also isn't a positive thing. Like, even though we, they try to say it's a medical thing, it's supposed to be used for good things. Um, it's not. When it's talked about weeds, we pull them from the ground. They're supposed to be removed. They're not supposed to be a lifely thing. You know, they're not the tree of life. What we're working for as Christians to want to... Um, be able to, you know, go in the garden eat and eat off of. Um, stop some. Kingdom, right? Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, because of the sin that happened with Adam and Eve, um, from taking the apple off the forbidden tree, uh, this is why we had the thorns and the thistles and everything um, and the herbs of the field to eat off of, but that wasn't what God had planned or promised or wanted for us. Um, he gave Eve and Adam directions to not go from that tree so that they could eat fully. They say in Genesis 2.16, um, that Genesis 2.16, yeah. Um, if you go there, it says, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. 
um, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that they eat, eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. So, I mean, that was the sin. Like, what's the price of sin? Wages of sin? It could be death. Um, that's what he was saying here. He told them um, that he wanted them to eat the, tru- the fruit of the tree, but for the consequence, instead of death, it was now you have to, you have, you know, the thistles and the thorns and the herb of the field, but that's not the nutritious food that we would have had. Um, so yeah. even there, it's not a, really a positive thing. <laughs> so I'm trying to say. It's more of a dead thing. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And um, what a lot of people, well, I don't really want to... Um, I don't know if you might have it on the list or not, but, you know, mankind was also taught these things, you know, um, if we were to go into Genesis 6 around that time Mm -hmm. when the fallen angels, you know, I know a lot of people have trouble in believing this story, but there's even scientific proof that this actually happened, that the fallen angels had come down to earth and showed mankind how to be disobedient to the Lord. This was after Adam and Eve around the, in the days of Noah. You know, when God brought forth the flood and did other things, but drugs themselves were something that were taught to them by these entities because who would teach man to just grab a leaf and know how to smoke it, you know, or how to get into witchcraft and how to do all these other things that, you know, seem so otherworldly? Well, that's not something that man came up with on his own. That was the rebellion to God that, you know, mankind committed. Mm -hmm. But they were all many of the things that we think today are, you know, other religions and practices and stuff like that that they do in ritual. They really learned from other sources outside of God, which were the false gods, which were the fallen angels. Yep. So I don't know if you have that, so I didn't want Uh, to really go over that. Oh, a little bit not, like, in that depth. Okay, well, since I was going to do this later, but I'm going to do this now since I've kind of already tapped into it. So go to um, Genesis 3 1. To right over. Um, okay, so go into, and this talks about that, I believe. But um, the temptation. Alright, the temptation. Three, uh, Genesis chapter 3 and 1. Um, now the serpent, which the devil was um, more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord get, had made. And he said unto the woman, Yeah, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So this is um, the devil talking to Eve, trying to deceive her. Um, and then, and the woman said, Eve, the, uh, unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God had said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Um, And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. So that's the devil saying, lying to Eve, trying to deceive her to fall for the temptation for the evil. Uh, For God, uh, they'll know... That in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as God's knowing, as God knowing good and evil. So he's tempting Eve to be like God. When we sh- we will never be like God. I mean, we have Christ in us and try to serve God, but we can't. I mean, you only serve one God. Um, so this is um, so the 
Satan emphasizes um, his amazement that God would restrict man's freedom of choice in the garden. Satan centers on a restriction, casting doubt on God's word and not emphasizing the fact that God had said um, that they may eat freely of all trees, the promise that he gave them. So that's just a, you know, a telltale story in the Bible, but a huge one. I mean, the one that started it all um, of how Satan deceives us. And we have to, we can't take that lightly. People take this temptation thing so lightly and think that they can just sin over and over again and ask for forgiveness. But once you know it's wrong, you can't keep doing it. Um, so there's, there's no water in it? No, it's good. Here. Okay. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. You have to believe in um, God's word and not give into temptation. Trust his way um, will lead you to salvation. When we doubt, we lose faith and fall into Satan's traps. Mm-hmm. When, and I like the example that we've talked about with you, Sarah. If you might not use this. But when your father tells you to do something, don't ask questions. Just do it. <laughs> so um, that's kind of this. Like God told you to do something. Don't ask questions. He has your best interest. You know, you have to trust him and believe him and follow him with your full heart. When you start doubting, that's when Satan gets into you and deceives you and puts these temptations in front of you. And because we're human, we will fall because we are not focusing on what God's path is for us and what he wants for us. Um, So stay disciplined (laughs) is what I want to come from that. Um, So next, who controls you? That's what I'm going to next. Um, nope, just kidding. All right, getting more into now, uh, so we talked about the temptation. I want to talk more in depth about actual, this herb, marijuana, and what it does um, to the body, mentally, physically, um, and spiritually. So how does the devil use the cannabis herb to control you? Um, it's the effects of THC, the chemical THC. Um, so some of the psychological effects um, for recreational doses is it affects, um, makes you relaxed, euphoria, um, sense of well-being, uh, distort, uh, distortion, altered time and space perception, lack of concentration, impaired learning and memory, alterations in uh, thought formation and expression. So actually change how you can think and process things. Um, drowsiness, sedation, mood changes such as panic reactions and paranoia. Um, we're not supposed to get panicked and freak out, we're supposed to have a sound mind. Um, and a more vivid sense of taste, sight, smell, and hearing. Stronger um, doses intensify reactions and may cause fluctuating emotions. Um, flights of um, Fragmented thoughts and uh, disturbed associations, a doling of attention despite an illusion of heightened um, insight, image distortion, and psychosis. So that's just some of the mental psychology thing that's going on up there um, as the effects and symptoms of um, smoking marijuana. There's not tons and tons of physiological ones, but some I found was increased heart rate, reddening of eyes, dry mouth and throat, increased appetite, um, basal um, dilation. Um, And then there was some, like, it's not fully proven, but there was some research on it could be associated with lung cancer, but it's still kind of newer for long-term studies to really prove that right now. Uh, But I think a lot of people use that, that 
because it doesn't fully affect the body physically, that it's okay, it's natural, it's healthy. But that's false because if it's men mentally um, messing you up or making you think things, you're gonna still be doing things that you, um, that aren't Christ-like for one, because um, you can't think or function correctly when you're under that influence or and you're opening the pathways to evil spirits. Um, but none of those things psychologically sound healthy to me. Uh, I think people try to kind of put that under the carpet and a rug and dismiss it just because it's not physical and you can always see it. Um, also, increased risk of psychosis and schizophrenia has been reported with chronic marijuana use, THC. Uh, use can cause adverse problems in work, home, and school. Um, social effects include isolation and may lead to depression. Heavy marijuana users suffer great damage in their social status and may require long-term counseling in order to fully turn their lives around uh, post-marijuana addiction. Also, it's an addictive drug, too, um, which is huge because if you have your addiction is also something that the devil puts on people to control them. Um, and I've noticed, too, working in a school setting, a lot of high schools are starting to smoke. Um, that's become legal in high school. There's been tons of our players who can't play now because they've got caught smoking, their grades go down, they've become lazy, um, socially just not going to school. <laughs> so I think that's going to be a big effect, too. Um, on do, you, do you have community? on your list of being sterile? Because mm -hmm. I was even told that that could happen to you. Really? You research. Yeah, I didn't know that. And cause you not to have children. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, if you're a woman, I believe, yeah. or a man, you mm -hmm. know, so I'm not sure if that's totally true, but yeah. the research I've looked up, it said it. So, yeah. yeah. I like, totally be on Satan's, in, Satan's agenda. Yeah. To, <laughs> yeah, make you unsterile. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, so the devil will do anything he can to achieve his goals to get man to sin and hurt our God. His number one target is Christians. If he can use marijuana, drugs, alcohol to calm them into being weak and control them, he will and keep them from following Christ and doing his work. Um, so now I want to go to Galatians uh, 5, chapter 5, and verse 16. So that's going to be more towards the back-ish. Romans, Galatians, Oh, you were close. Really close. Five and sixteen. Five and sixteen. Five and sixteen. Well, you were on five or six. Uh, five, chapter five, verse sixteen. Oh, okay. Okay. So, we're all there. The works of the flesh. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not the fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh lust this against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh so you can't be in um, the spirit and the flesh at the same time you're either in the flesh and giving in to your flesh by um, seeking your pleasure sensors or you are in the spirit and um, listening for God's voice and doing what he's calling you to do you can't do both at the same time so that means you can't smoke marijuana and be in that spiritual realm and be seeking God. 
Um, you might still love God. You might still be a believer. You might not even know that it's a sin, that what you're doing. Um, but that's how Satan is controlling you and deceiving you. Um, for the flesh, um, lesseth again, I said that, um, to the other, so that ye cannot do the things um, that he would. But if ye be led by the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are uh, manifest, which are these. So, these are the things um, in the Bible it says are the works of the flesh. If you are in your flesh and serving your flesh and not God, not spirit, not the listening to the Holy Spirit. Um, so, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, um, lasciviousness. Thank you. Um, what is that? Yeah, what is that? It's like lustful desires, like um, a kind of... Um, like desiring wrongly is a lasciviousness, you know, things that wouldn't uh, be for a Christian, you know, mm -hmm. Christian's appetite to have okay. or godly appetite, you know, would mm -hmm. be like you said, smoking weed or mm -hmm. desiring any of the things on this list. So mm -hmm. lasciviousness is kind of like greediness, mm -hmm. but it's also lusting things that are not of God, right. you know, of the spirit of God. Okay. Um, adultery, witchcraft. Um, hatred, variance, um, emulations, wrath, strife, sedations, um, and heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revealings, and such like of the uh, which I tell you before, I have also told you in the time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So, living in the flesh, it describes list every single thing that um, would consider you from getting in the kingdom of God, from being saved. Uh, that's terrifying. Any of these things. Um, so if you know that these are sins and you are a believer and you're doing them, that is, I mean, you're, you're hurting the Lord that you serve. Um, and you aren't saved because you knowingly are sinning. Um, I want to get more into the witchcraft Part of that's one thing to not know what you're doing, mm -hmm. and I think that that's where the Lord is like, Okay, well, I know you don't know, so I'm making it clear to you so we can get it right. But mm -hmm. when we are, you know, transgressing, then it becomes an issue because it's like you know better now, mm -hmm. you know. So I, I always suggest for people if they know and they continue to do, it's not total damnation on them, but we should, you know, like we do, we cry out to the Lord where mm -hmm. we're weak. And he'll, he'll fill that void. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that the Lord can't heal here or can't deal with. Mm -hmm. okay. Amen. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, so I really want to dive deep into um, the works of the flesh of witchcraft because that kind of goes into the herb that, you know, Satan is using to deceive us. Um, so witchcraft um, is sorcery. This means tampering with the powers of evil. So when you're in that spiritual realm, when you're being controlled by this THC chemical, um, you are in a different realm. Marijuana is the herb that opens your mind to Satan's realm of evil. So here the Bible proves that um, using marijuana is a form of witchcraft, which is a sin. Not only weed, but um, the pharmaceutical drugs um, that alter your mind from being clear and able to make decisions. Um, any drugs, you know, street drugs, pharmaceutical drugs, anything that keeps you from being cautious and um, having a sound mind and be able to be in the spirit because you're in the flesh. 
Jugs have been used um, as Satan's weapons to put you in the flesh and keep you from entering the spirit of Christ. When you misuse or abuse drugs, you are tampering with witchcraft and sorcery. Um, and this will ultimately end in the total demonic enslavement for the user. Because um, every time you are serving the flesh, you are letting go control um, for you to have control of what you do. You're letting those evil spirits open up and have control of anything you do. And so every time you do that, um, you're letting more demons in, spirits, if you're not stopping it. Um, and they will enslave you. You can't get away. Then you'll need deliverance. Um, sorcery is listed along with other sins because people involved in black arts um, of witchcraft use drugs to alter their state of mind to try and gain supernatural knowledge or abilities. Um, God never gives knowledge or abilities in this way. Uh, he does it in contrast through gaining discipline, self-control, obedience, patience, and other fruits of the day-to-day -day intimate relationship with him. Uh, prayer, fasting, all these things when you're seeking the Lord, that is how you gain this knowledge and abilities. Um, the only insights and pleasures gained through mind-altering substances are therefore coming from Satan. Um, also, I wanted to kind of talk about the word sorcery is translated um, from Greek uh, to pharmakia, which um, is the English word pharmacy. Um, pharmacy, pharmaceutical uh, drugs, that's marijuana. We have medical marijuana used um, to control us. Um, so this should be a strong evidence that Christians should not practice in drug use results um, in the wrath of God by doing that. Um, next, I want to go into Revelation 9.20. It's at the end of the book. It's a good point that you bring about the pharmaceutical drugs because if you always hear about the side effects mm -hmm. of pharmaceutical drugs. A lot of them say drowsiness could cause depression. Mm -hmm. You know, and as we know that depression is also demonic uh, presence in your life. Because yeah. when you're depressed, you think about doing things that you normally would not think about doing. Yep. So what does that tell you? That you have a demonic spirit controlling your your, your thoughts at mm -hmm. that time. Well, seeking another source also outside of the power of God. You know, these these drugs make us dependent on things, even if they Wait. have some positive effects from the vine, the true vine itself, which is Jesus Christ. Right. That's all the way in the back. And the rest of the men? Yep. Right here where your oh, thumb is. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. You there? Yeah. All right. So, 920. And the rest of the men 
which were not killed by the by these plagues, yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold, silver, and brass, and stone, and of wood, which neither can see, nor hear, nor walk. Neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Um, so that, um, I just, that was kind of the point of the tribulation period. Most of the surviving unbelievers, um, were that, uh, didn't believe in Christ. They refused to repent. Um, usually if, you know, at the judgment day and, you know, God will bring everyone up that he believes, you know, or that are believers, true believers and have walked in the kingdom of God. And then he asks, you know, if people will believe again, um, saying here, people who have been involved in these sorceries um, and murders usually don't repent and make it up that way. So saying being involved in this type of witchcraft um, can get you so lost in a way and into the flesh that you, and so anti-Christ and so um, a way that you won't even, when it's right in front of you, you won't even believe. And at judgment day, you won't even believe because your mind is so far away from the spirit. And that's a scary thing, too, for people who don't believe. Um, okay, next I wanted to go to John 10, 1. Now that's the uh, Gospel of John. So this one I'm about to go over um, kind of just relates um, to me and why I'm here and talking about this because I became passionate about it because God's speaking to me and hearing his voice and I think it's huge for um, especially beginning um, Christians to learn to um, hear his voice and follow him and know what that looks like and understand it um, so we don't fall into his temptations and so we can not engage in these practices in the flesh um, and know how to stay away from them. So the Good Shepherd, 10, uh, verse, chapter 10, verse 1. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Talking about with the Pharisees here. Uh, but he that entered in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. So the shepherd here is like um, Jesus Christ, and followers would be the sheep. So we're following uh, This is very relevant to what you were talking about, because what it's talking about here, too, is that 
there are a lot of people that will seek things with mm-hmm. sorcery mm-hmm. outside of the power of God to get into the supernatural realm. Mm-hmm. So he's saying if you manage to climb in through some other way mm-hmm. other than the door of Jesus Christ, that you are a thief and a mm-hmm. robber because you come through the door of Christ to experience the supernatural mm-hmm. and all that he has for us. And what does so, the devil do? So that's why you got a lot of people into Harry Potter and you know Hinduism and all these other things where they're trying to gain the supernatural by going in through the back door, mm-hmm. you know, going in through another way that's not of mm-hmm. God. Yep, so, true. Yeah. Not the right way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, to him, the porter opened, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth, calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. Um, so. Us as followers, we should only, I mean, sheep, if you don't know, they, um, sheep must be led by their will, whereas cattle are driven. So cattle are, um, like, that's Satan controlling them. They're driven to do something. Temptation, driven to do, being totally, um, out of, I mean, in the flesh and out of their hands. Whereas, um, sheep, it's our will to follow God. It's our will to follow Christ. It's a choice, um. That's why, I mean, you can't really teach a non-believer to follow Christ if they're not willing to accept him in in their heart. It has to be a choice. They have to want to in their heart. Um, So that's like saying this, like the sheep know that they know their shepherd. They know their shepherd's voice. Um, So, and a strange, at five, uh, and a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him for they know not the voice of strangers. Right there, um, followers of Christ, you should be able to discern the voice of strangers. That's Satan's voices and spirits trying to tempt you. Um, and we should not follow them. Um, this parable uh, spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were, uh, which he spake upon them. Is that how you say that? Spake. Okay, unto them. Um, then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. So he is the right way through. Uh, all, all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and kill and destroy i am uh, i am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly so i mean that just kind of goes what we just talked about too um going through the right door you know following jesus christ jesus says come to me i am the way the shepherd is the way um the right way to have knowledge and those abilities and the gifts um, to do his work and enter the kingdom of God. Um, when you're speaking of drugs, I mean, you know, when he says the um, thief comes to kill, steal, mm-hmm. kill, and destroy, yeah. I mean, a lot of people, even when, um, you know, like you spoke about when you were drinking, like you never had any money because mm, you were yeah. always spending it for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, or, you know, mm-hmm. cigarettes and mm-hmm. drugs, you know, they'll keep you broke. That's kind mm-hmm. of a form of stealing. It is. And then yep. killing you for sure and mm-hmm. to destroy you because even if it doesn't kill you, mm-hmm. you still can't get into the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. it, it distorts you from reality. So <laughs> I, I agree with that. It destroys you from the inside out. Yeah. And it will change physical appearances. 
mm-hmm. and even distort your insides to some degree. Crazy to think of too, in that in more depth of destroying you from the inside out is living in the flesh. That's what it will do. Mm-hmm. It will start to distort your body, you know, inside you, out yeah. and rot you. Yeah. Um. So I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Uh, Jesus gave his life for us. But he that is a an hairling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, um, seeth the wolf. Coming and I loveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them <laughs> and scattered the sheep. The hearling flesh, because he is a hearling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep, and I, I am known of mine. Um, I think too here for Jesus, like he knows his sheep. That's through relationship, through prayer, um, through. Um, you know, living in the spirit and seeking God, that's how he knows you. And then the more you build with him, the more uh, better relationship you build and the more he'll lead you. Yeah, because uh, the more you're in the truth, I mean, you know, with the uh, shepherd, mm-hmm. you know, a true shepherd is going to give the sheep everything that they're going to need. Mm-hmm. But if you got a hireling, like he's speaking of the false prophet here and stuff like that, that those people will always get you clapping, always get you happy, always mm-hmm. make you dizzy, you know, mm-hmm. always make you excited about things but they're not they're telling you your know, emotion they're but not telling you the they're truth they're there to steal from right. you mm-hmm. right get your money you know See, whatever get tough. Yep. Exactly. which He's is a lot of churches himself. do that too right. like now like fake churches like you go there and they are up there singing jolly go lucky and everything and tell you everything you want to hear um but then if things ever get tough like where would they be like you know, where's right. the truth? Where how are they setting you so. up to be successful in this society and right. to overcome everything that um, Satan is going to throw at you in the temptation? Mm-hmm. They're not doing that. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'll start with this one. I was was that fifteen yes. or okay. Fifteen. As um, the Father knoweth me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which. Um, are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Um, so when I kind of read that, I thought um, that's kind of, I mean, Christ is there trying to save still other people. Um, there, I know we, there's a lot of people in this world that aren't saved, but that's why he uses us um, and his sheep to kind of try to uh, bring people um, to the body of Christ. Totally. I mean, this goes into what we were speaking of too, because, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, all they believe is that mm-hmm. those that will be saved are the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the Lord is even saying that there are those that are not of his fold that he'd still save, which would be the Gentile. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I agree with you there that he's, you know, trying to save others that are outside of mm-hmm. the children of Israel, but they will be one. So there'll be no real distinction between mm-hmm. the two. They'd be one body, so you're absolutely correct. Yeah. And that's kind of what I want to go for the Good Shepherd. Um, next, I just, you don't have to go there. I'm just going to say because it's like just one scripture verse um, that kind of added on to this. And it was First Peter 5 8, and it says, um, Be sober, be vigilant, um, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring, roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Amen. So that's, you know, the devil's there 
seeking people that are being weak, seeking people that are on drugs and drinking and um, smoking weed and putting themselves into this evil, you know, opening up themselves to the doorway to the evil realm for him to attack them and he wants to devour, devour you so you cannot come back up. He wants to make you depressed. He wants to ruin you. He wants to kill you. Cheat, lie, and steal. Um, vigilant in here means to be watchful and alert. Um, that's huge. Um, we can't do that when we're under the influence of drugs. It's impossible. You can't. <laughs> like, true. Just, yeah. So I think that was a, a really good scripture that kind of put that together. Um, so it does talk about drugs in the Bible, even though people try to swift it under the rug or don't dig deep into the scripture and what it says or, um, try to make it seem, you know, false prophets or churches take it lightly instead of actually, uh, tearing it apart for what it really means. Um, they should be preparing us for spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. and the only way that they can do that is exposing, you know, the enemy's dark plan and mm -hmm. what he's trying to to do through people. And then, and instead, they're just preaching on good, feel good messages. Mm -hmm. You got people in your congregation that are going to hell because they're still mm -hmm. alcoholics, they're still drug users, mm -hmm. they're still under the demonic influences. And those aren't feel-good situations, but no. they need the saving the most. Absolutely. And a lot of those people who are under those influence, um, you know, they, they, they know the world's corrupted because mm -hmm. they can see a spiritual side. It might not be the side, but that they're serving when they're under those influences, but they, they have an eye for it and they can see it. And um, I feel... Like, some of those people are kind of sometimes easier to talk to, to relate about the gospel, um, because they know that there's a spiritual realm. Oh, yeah. That's there. Um, so, targeting them um, and trying to save them, I think, is something as Christians we should be doing more often of, versus just being like, oh, they have those problems, they're addicted, it's okay, just, I love God. Jesus, just say, you know, you can still do those things and love Jesus, but that's not right. <laughs> you can't. I mean, you can still love Jesus, but it's not following Jesus. Um, so the next one I'm going to go into you is going to be James 1. That's right near Peter, like if you go uh, left. Right. Yeah. James. Well, a little bit left. It's like a book just before Peter. Chapter 1, verse 8. All right, James 1, you said? Uh, yes. Just go, I guess I'm trying to click the page. Let's see. Okay. 
Actually, I'm going to start at one. <laughs> okay. Um, or, yeah, James 1 and 5. Um, greetings to the 12 tribes. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, um, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. So trials make patience. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing that this, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. So that's huge. So as believers, and especially if you're a new believer, you have to realize you're going to have trials and tribulations and within your faith, and you have to work through these things and be patient with them and constantly uh, know that Satan is going to put spirits on you for temptation to get you to fall. That's when he's going to come the hardest on you is when you first really dive deep and you're, you're just on fire in flames for the Spirit and for the Lord. Um, so you have to have patience and try to step back and discern what's going on and keep learning. Um, but let the patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given to him. So people who are going through drugs um, or, you know, experiencing with drugs, not even have to be like addicted or anything, um, you know, if you're not sure what it's doing or you're not sure why you're seeking it, I mean, obviously if you're seeking drugs, there's something wrong there but if you're a believer you should be really asking God um, for wisdom and uh, to reveal what's going on to show you the way um, not seeking the drugs because God will reveal it to you if you ask him in prayer um, way quicker than a drug will um, if you do drugs any type of drugs you know smoking alcohol um, street drugs pharmaceutical depression drugs to keep you you know happy um, that's just putting a band-aid on it, but it's still the wound is getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, really, the only way to heal is to be patient, ask for God, and seek God. Um, but let him ask in faith. You have to believe nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For So that's big too, I think. Like, you have to believe what you're seeking God for with your whole heart. Because if not, you're going to be in this whirlwind, like whirlwave, just tossed around in the wind and going in circles and never finding what you're looking for, the answers you're looking for. Because mm -hmm. you're not actually having real faith and believing. You're doubting. Mm -hmm. You're letting Satan come in and lie to you. Mm -hmm. um, for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man in... Um, is unstable in all ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no longer risen um, with a burning heat, but is withereth the grass and the flower thereof falleth and the grace of the fashion uh, it to perish. So also shall the rich fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, 
he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. So there, that's huge. It's saying that um, if you want to receive happiness and all these blessings that the God or, our God has for us, you have to endure the temptations. That come, Enduring temptations, endure. That takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of, you know, living in the spirit and pushing off the flesh. And I think um, fasting is a good way to teach your body to do that. Um, and let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. God doesn't tempt. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempteth he any man, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Um, then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every gift, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will begate he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Um... So this is saying, you know, resist the temptation because um, temptation will bring you into sinning and that's going to make you, I mean, that can wager into death, um, which we see with people living in their flesh and drugs kill how many people? I mean, it's, it's horrible um, how Satan has controlled us to kill, lie, steal, steal these things from us, from us getting the good gifts that God has from above. But only God, I mean, we can't serve Satan and God. Only God from above can give us the light that we are looking for. Um, so keep being obedient and keep trying to fight for that. Because God does have a plan for you. And it's not drugs. Drugs mm -hmm. is a temporary solution that will dig you deeper. Yeah. Um, and well, if this man goes, he'll always be void without Christ. What, this is why a lot of people join gangs and they do mm -hmm. other things. They're trying to fill that void that's in the spirit that only God can get you to. A lot of people feel things in their flesh and then they feel things in their souls, their mind, their will, and their emotions. And they get happy with that. But what keeps us looking for other things and never being fulfilled is not having the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. You know, where the Lord touches us in the spirit to where we become more God conscious, less self conscious, and less world conscious but focused on the Lord, like Christina is saying. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's that place where a lot of people feel rejection. You know, why am I feeling this way? Why can't I have these things? Why is all this stuff happening? And, you know, you're never going to have that until you really surrender to the Lord and he touches you in your spirit. That is a complete man, is a man that has the spirit of God and is interacting with his spirit. That's the place that's void that most people don't know about. You know, they feel mm -hmm. it in their flesh, they feel it in their souls. But when it comes to the spirit, that's where God comes alive in you. Mm -hmm. That's where the life is. That's the buried treasure. Mm -hmm. So I didn't mean to interrupt, no, but I agree. That's when you get your wisdom. Saying. That's when he shows you through the way of things that you can't even think of on your own. And that's you know? the place that the enemy wants to keep you from getting mm -hmm. to. Yep. yep. Um, next, uh, yeah, because some people think that they can 
like going through the back door for the shepherd um, that we talked about being robbed mm-hmm. and stealed. Um, they'll try to get those that wisdom and that understanding of the good and evil. But uh, Satan, sorry to break it to you, but he only reveals the things he wants you to know. <laughs> he doesn't reveal the things that uh, God wants you to know, the things that could actually get you somewhere. He's revealing things to you, but in the end, it's going to destroy you. Um, so you have a choice if you want to take that back road and rob and steal, or if you want to follow Jesus Christ and get that information, those supernatural gifts from Jesus Christ leading you the way and that wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, next we'll go to Romans 5, 1. That's left, a few bucks left. Right after, right before Corinthians, between Corinthians and Acts. Romans what? Romans, oh, okay, you have Romans. Yeah, Romans. Five and one. Two, three, four. And we have a few more guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're there? Fine. How are you guys doing? You have any questions? Good? Okay. Anything you want to add? Experiences? Like, no? Dad? Okay. Just making sure. Speak up if you have anything. If God's talking to you, just go for it. Uh, it's a safe environment. Um, okay. So Romans 5 1. Start there. Justified by the blood of Christ. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access access by faith into his grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulations work at patience, and patience, experience, and experience. Experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So just kind of just follows back what we just talked about, um, having patience and trials and tribulations. We're all going to do these things. We're all going to sin. We're all going to fall. But it's about um, you know having like working through it and keep pushing to strive more to follow Christ and through your experiences. And we should glory in our tribulations because that makes us who we are and that makes us on the path um, to, so God can use us as his shoulders to reach other people through our testimony. Um, so we should never be ashamed of anything we've gone through. We should be proud of it. We should be, I mean, not always proud of it, but um, you should be proud of getting through it, having that patience through working through it. And that could be stopping, smoking, you know, drugs, any of those things, choosing like today I want to follow Jesus Christ and I'm going to give this up. That is huge and that takes um, a lot of hope and it takes, um, you know, you're going to have struggles, you're going to have things coming at you and that's going to be tribulations, but fighting through that is worth it. Um especially in our hearts because we have the Holy Ghost in us. Um, So that was uh, also what I have here in my notes. Jesus Christ is our Redeemer and Advocate. 
Um, through our experience in tribulations, we get stronger, wiser um, with Christ and to overcome any addiction or deception the enemy has put on us. This takes patience and hope, like we talked about, to deliver you from whatever you're going through. We can't be ashamed um, of sins and inequities because God, God has love for us and he believes in us and we need to believe in ourselves and believe in him to lead us to salvation. Next, I want to go to any questions? Okay. <laughs> Next, I want to go to um, Revelation eighteen twenty three. I have two more parts in Revelation to talk at about. Yeah, yep. at the way back, the last book, chapter things that we talked about earlier about living in the flesh those will be the things that uh, 
ruin humankind and deceive us all from entering the kingdom of God. Last, you want to say anything? Yeah, I mean, and, um, there's, uh, you know, in um, the Greek, yeah, the pharmakia, you know, as far as the drugs and things are concerned, everyone's taught to trust in their doctors as mm-hmm. if their doctors have their best interest at heart. And really, for the majority of them, it's about money. Mm-hmm. But there are, you know, other sorceries. There's things on TV that program us. There's music we listen to that program us. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody tries to imitate someone they've seen on TV. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a part of sorcery as well. Yeah. You know, throwing people off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's. Oh, Dad, that's you true. always talk about. Um, you've always preached to me about. You know, don't always go to the doctor and believe what they tell you. You know, there's natural ways and. Um, healing in yourself and you never get sick ever <laughs> is one thing and I don't think you've ever you don't you rarely take anything <laughs> uh, but keeping it <laughs> yeah so just natural just knowing that um well if you have the spirit of the Lord in you he's not gonna let you get sick it's not your time like he's he has the gifts of healing and if you have the Holy Ghost in you he will heal you um Another, but oh, sorry, Oh, one little thing, but you can't be in that double-minded mind of living in the flesh and the spirit. Because when you do that, that will keep you from being able to be healed or any of those um, gifts that the God has in store for you. That's right. Jesus says, if you ask and doubt not, mm-hmm. then it shall be done unto you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But we have to get past that, you know, earthly carnal mind mm-hmm. that, you know, doesn't believe a lot of the supernatural things of God. Mm-hmm. And that's there where we have to get by it so that we do believe God and have him do things for us. Mm-hmm. Because some people will tell you, they'll try and railroad you from your belief. Mm-hmm. That's not possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right. You know, and we have to get past that to where God can work with us. I know you want to say something. I was, yeah. um, I was just going to say uh, a point on the, the, the demonic presence behind the drugs is, mm-hmm. is that you see a lot of people, when they're under the influence of that demonic presence, they... And it just shows that Satan is here to steal, kill, and destroy because a lot of people will steal, kill, and destroy mm-hmm. to get money for drugs. To, to, yeah, Not. to stay under that demonic presence. Mm-hmm. The demon wants them under that demonic presence so badly. Mm-hmm. Do his work for him. Yeah. He doesn't have to do, do it. Do anything he can <laughs> yep. to keep them under that influence and mm-hmm. not come away from it. Even if it means killing someone else to get it done. Yeah, I think a lot of that is, too, what the demon does, is tries to turn um, humans, or us, our, against each other, man, against each other, um, and to make us antisocial. And I think that's a lot, too, with marijuana, the social aspect. Some people become shy and um, socially awkward, think differently, get paranoia, all that. I think he's using that to keep um, us from building relationship and building um, a body of Christ. Working together as a team. Now people, it's going all into technology where people don't even have to go out and work together and deal with people. They're getting so used to being by themselves. Singularity. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, that's what it's all about. And that's what Satan wants because um, there's no power by yourself. When you are here with people uh, in a group, and a team, and you all are going for the same thing, that frightens Satan. Especially if you're a follower of Christ real follower tapping into what he wants from you that's powerful because oh, that's just so powerful um but okay so my last one i want to go into is revelation um 22 14 low <laughs> that's close you can find that one huh <laughs> Okay. 
14? 22, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm there. Okay. Um. So, 21, 14. Blessed are they that do this commandment, that they, huh? No, it's 22. You said 21, but... Sorry, 22-14. Blessed are they that um, that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and adulterers and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. So, I mean, Jesus was sent here for us to follow, to have our way, to be able to get into the kingdom of God, God so we don't fall into all these things. Churches are supposed to be right here saying, exposing these things and teaching us about it. Um, and the spirit and the bride say, come, and let him that heareth say, come, and let him that is um, athirst come, and whosoever will let him take the water of life freely. So I just wanted to end with that, that um, this topic um, and I don't, not always all drugs, but I know marijuana in specific, um, this herb has been, uh, we've been deceived by Satan in society that it's okay to do if you're, and it's not if you're a Christian. Um, it's not if you're not a Christian because you don't know what sorcery you're actually getting involved in. Um, and ultimately that will just, I mean, it's still sinning. Even if you don't understand you're sinning, you're still killing yourself. Um, slowly. Um, and I think mainly with marijuana, it's torment of the mind. Um, so, and it just keeps you from reality. Yep. You know, uh, the Lord wants you to really exactly. discover in Him. Mm -hmm. They do make the, uh, use the cannabinoids mm -hmm. to heal people like that have seizures and stuff. Like mm -hmm. kids they used to have 10 seizures a day. Is that through smoking? Huh? No, it's oh. no THC in it. Okay, exactly. So, and it's cannabinoids or cannabinol mm -hmm. in the, in, in mm -hmm. the marijuana mm -hmm. that has really good health benefits. Yeah, and I think there is some natural parts of marijuana. I just, and that's why I brought up in the beginning of burning it as where, and it's, that releases that THC, that it becomes a chemical to us, a toxin and to us. And your lungs up too. Yeah, and... Exactly, <laughs> where it becomes a health thing. I definitely think, uh, but there's a lot of things um, natural in the earth, you know, just like I talked about, like heroin and stuff that um, Satan has used and turned around to deceive us to um, break us down, tear us apart, and ultimately kill us and want us, you know, through deception. I think they can have it all. You can even buy it at Fred Meyer's. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody told me they sell it there. Yeah. Mm. Or it doesn't have THC. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's for medical. Yeah. It's supposed to be. And I do believe in there is lots of natural naturopathic um, medicines you can use, but they're not altering your how you can perceive or right. being under the influence. Like 
you know, alcohol would or marijuana or any of these other drugs that you see on the streets or pharmaceutical drugs. Like, they're not um, keeping your body from being numb or feeling or um, being able to access emotions and um, discern things and feel the spirit, you know. That's a major component to what you're dealing with. (laughs) And I just think, like, if you call on the Lord Jesus Christ for every little situation, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been a witness to I don't know how many healings, and I'll tell you, whatever it is that's in the medical books, whatever it is that people are suffering with, the Lord can heal. Mm -hmm. I mean, void of anything. Um, Yes. I also did. People that the Lord has had me like hands on. I mean, you know, healed of HIV, healed of Mm -hmm. cancer, you know, healed of other things. So I know that He can do all things. But these doctors will never tell you that. They'll always tell you, "Well, this can't be cured. If you take your treatment, you may live a little Mm -hmm. bit longer." But our God can do anything at any time for anyone that believes in Him and His power. Mm -hmm. Okay. I also did some medical like research on marijuana, and it said um, that it only and actually like patients with cancer and like pain, it only takes away like out of the studies, only thirty percent of them um, had positive effects where it helped with their pain. That's okay. You're gonna take a chance for using this mind altering drug, um, and. 30% to heal your pain when you can take a chance where God and you believe in him and Christ for 100% and never have to deal with it again. I mean, the God we serve is great. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to try to go to these things. Um, yeah, and then there was another, yeah, study that was like only three out of six had positive, that was for cancer. Um, three out of six studies reported even any positive uh, findings to smoking marijuana with um, their health issues that they were dealing with because there's a lot of like back stuff and Crohn's and um, there's so many like lists of medical um, conditions that would qualify you to be a medical patient for marijuana but in my mind now my spiritual mind you don't need that if you believe in Christ to save you because I believe in something his healing. Your eyes, retina, is it or what do people get in your eye? Cataracts. Cataracts. Yeah. Glaucoma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's my study. <laughs> that was a great study. Very good, honey. Yeah. Really, wasn't that my mind is on all kinds of things? Yeah. Good. Full. I'm full. You're full. <laughs> I told you guys it would be a good experience. <laughs> um, Derek, do you want to pray out? Heavenly Father, we come again with bowed heads and humbled hearts and contrite spirits, thanking you again, Lord, for another day not promised to us. Lord, I ask that you forgive us of our sins and our iniquities and our transgressions and our shortcomings and those things that place a veil between you and us. Lord, I'm grateful for this time that you have given us, that we have partaken in your word. We got some understanding, Lord. We learned a lot. Lord, you're using one of your vessels to do your will. And I'm grateful for that, Lord, that you may multiply it by a thousand, that all that hear the word, that all that know the truth, all those vessels that are willing to do your will, Lord, I'm asking that you make it possible that they may come to you and get to know you. For no man is complete without Christ. 
the head of every man is Christ. And we aren't men, Lord, until we have accepted you as our Lord and Savior. We aren't women in Christ, Lord, if we haven't accepted you to lead the way and show us what we really are supposed to be doing. Lord, I'm asking that you bind every spirit, Lord, that is coming against this study. All doubt, all disbelief, all things, Lord, that would come against everything that you want is your truth. I'm asking that this reaches the ears, Lord, of people that are far away, that have never heard of Jesus Christ, that are willing to lay down, Lord, and sacrifice for the truth. Those that, that know that they can't make it any other way. Those that cry themselves to sleep, Lord, worried about their bills. Those who have lost their children or their children have rebelled against them. Those whose parents have forsaken them. Lord, you can do all things. And I'm asking, Lord, that you make your people complete. I'm asking that you take us into the highways and byways to preach the gospel. I'm asking, Lord, that your Holy Ghost will fall on us, Lord, and fix us in every way that is necessary. Lord, because the times that are coming are so serious, and the average Christian, Lord, isn't ready to deal with them. So I'm asking, Lord, that you equip us, that you give us everything that we're going to need, that we have real faith, that the, gift of the, the gifts of the Spirit will manifest through your people, Lord. For you said, greater is he that will do things, Lord, uh, that he will do. Them that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And I'm asking, Lord, that you make us living examples of this truth, that we should not have any fear of the enemy, that he should be afraid of us. Why? Because we have a God and Father and Lord and Savior, who is the King of kings and Lord of lords, almighty God, faithful, just, and true, worthy to be praised. Lord, I hope that this isn't the last time that we come together on one accord. I'm asking, Lord, from there that seeds will be planted, that we may grow in you and go on and do all that you have called us to do. Because you are God, because you can, and because you will. Lord, do these things for your glory. Do them for your honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.